Alrighty, so it is about that time. So good morning <laughs> to you, you, and you. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Amen. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio uh, show on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. LUTG Radio show with Kathy Brox. That would be me. Amen, amen. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. What about you? You fearfully and wonderfully made? You the righteousness of God? Amen, amen. Glory to God. Those that are in Christ Jesus are fearfully and wonderfully made. You like, I thought all of us was made in the image of the Most High God. True, true. But do you know it? <laughs> Have you been forgiven? Have you been redeemed? Amen. You got a new body when you get with Christ Jesus. You get a new attitude, a new, new, new. Get that new, new. Amen, amen. All right. So, <laughs> good God Almighty. I feel good today. Heavenly Father, we just come. We're going to open up a prayer. Uh, do the, uh, we're going to put on the whole armor of God and just wait for everything to cooperate. Okay, that's not cooperating. And so, um, <laughs> we're putting on the whole armor of God. We're going to open it in prayer, put on the whole armor of God, and give God thanks. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. All right, so that's it. Heavenly Father, <laughs> so what? when I say my name, I want you to say your name. So, Heavenly Father, this is Kathy. Now, see, God already know who we are, but... And put your name in it. I come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And I just want to give you thanks and tell you that I love you, Lord God, and I appreciate you for all that you have done. I, I thank you, Lord God, for not just waking me up this morning, but uh, for loving me through everything that I've been through, uh, for pulling me through to the other side of... Uh, of uh, faith. So I went from unfaith to faith. I thank you, Lord God, that you deliver me from all evil. I thank you, Lord God, that you uh, trust me with your word. I thank you, Lord God, that um, you are my peacemaker. You give me your peace. I thank you, Lord God, that you give me your strength. I thank you, Lord God, that you give me your love. I thank you, Lord God, that you honor me and bless me. And I thank you, Lord God, that not only do I know your voice and another I will not follow, but I also know your touch, O oh Lord God. For you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. I thank you, Lord God, that we, the body of Christ, are one in you, O oh Father. I thank you, Lord, for you, your Son, for Jehovah Father, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, being with us, uh, making your home in us, Father and Son, and the Holy Spirit leading us in the way to go. I thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. I thank you, Lord God, that everyone is happy with the show, um, with LUTG radio stations, and uh, the uh, show that I do, that it's a blessing to them. Uh, I thank you, Lord God, for speaking through me that I may be a blessing to them. And I thank you, Lord God, for blessing them with the necessary finances and resources and prayers 
to uh, help LUTG Radio to bless LUTG Radio and myself and all my uh, contractors and employees and people that I work with. Amen. When you are with LUTG Radio as a partner, you get blessed. I thank you, Lord God, for blessing them. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let all the money come to me. Let all the blessings come to me. Everything that God has assigned to you will come to you. All the blessings, the money, the resources, the one spouse. Because uh, I'm believing that when you get married, your spouse ain't going to die prematurely. Ain't going to get sick. Ain't going to leave. Ain't going to cheat. Just going to love you completely. Amen. And your children be, uh, if you if you decide to have children, God bless you with children. You're gonna, they're going to grow up healthy and strong and going to serve the Lord with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength from an early age and going to be blessed. And they, they'll leave home, but they ain't going to leave Jesus. They'll go and start their own family. Be they, They'll, you know, maybe go off to school or maybe start a business. Or, and whatever they do, they're going to be successful at it. Successful family, successful uh, faith life, and just blessed. Amen. Abundantly. That is not utopian. That is heaven. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Oh, I'm a little dry today. Oh. <laughs> mm. All right, so we're going to put on the whole armor of God. You know where we start off from every day is the book of Luke. Chapter 24, verse 45. Oh, your girl is just like, ah, it's Friday. <laughs> All right, Luke 24, 45. It says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and have it on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18 and 19. Praying always with our prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto with our perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Amen. Grace be with them all that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Amen. Remember to not uncover your man and woman of God. All right? Remember that. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. Numbers 6, 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. That means don't be getting all up in their business. Don't be looking at them uh, uncovered without clothes on. Don't be looking in on them. And then, I mean, anytime you want to bless your man or woman of God, that's your pastor, anybody of the fivefold ministry, or even uh, those of the leadership. Um, just pray. You can pray the book of Matthew over them, the Lord's prayer over them. You can say, okay, Father, what do you want me to pray for them? Or you can just ask them, hey, what can we pray for y'all every day? What scripture you want us to, to lean on every day to pray? Or you can just say, Holy Spirit, uh, what do you want me to pray? And just or just start praying the Lord's prayer. Pray blessings, not curses. Because they have a hedge of protection over them. When you start cursing them, that stuff, it just ricochets back on you. Multiply. So you don't want to do that. All right. So get out people business. All right. Remember, uh, your five-fold ministry of people just like you. So they eat and poop, pee, just like you. They get... They go through ups and downs just like you, but um, when you pray for them, it helps to keep them steady so they'll know, oh, hold on, wait a minute, this is God? That ain't God. This is God. That ain't God. And so uh, if you give them, uh, if you go ahead and pray for them, you'll bless them, and God will bless you. So that's out there for somebody. I'm at Psalms 91 now, Psalms 91. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that waste of at noonday. A thousand <clears throat> shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee and all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath known my name, because um, because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Okay. And now go with me to Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. It says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whomsoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. 
No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, say, I am healed. Amen. I am healed. If you are, um, some of y'all that are dealing with uh, alcoholism, you, uh, uh, or liver disease, one of the things that affects is your eyes. Um, and they start to burn or some of you, um, have different issues that affect your eyes and they'll start to burn or it'll seem like your, your vision is getting blurry. Like people with, uh, that spirit of diabetes, um, start confessing over yourself. My eyes should not grow dim. And especially if you're young, nor my natural forces abated. Cause it's, it's just something wrong with a 20 year old having to use Viagra. A 20 year old is Viagra. <laughs> so, <laughs> so start speaking life over yourself. Say, I am healthy and whole in my whole body. If there's any sickness in you, I rebuke sickness in my body. And I receive healing to my whole body. With my eyes, I shall see. My sight is keen. My sight is focused. My sight is excellent. I have perfect vision. I have perfect 2020 vision. I'm completely healthy and whole. I'm of sound mind and body. My whole body is good. Like um, Kim Kardashian. I don't... Anyway, she has this stuff. Her and her mom has this... Uh, what do you call it? That... that um psoriasis when it when it when they get stressed out they they skin break out and so begin to if you suffer from stuff like that too so begin to pray for yourself say say no situation will put me in it will put me in a mindset of stress because stress is a is an outward expression of i can't deal with what i'm what i'm dealing with what i'm dealing with right now i don't know how to handle this this is getting on my last nerve and you're just like extreme anger is what it is it's extreme anger and frustration and it manifests on the body and so um begin to use your words to calm you down to calm down that that outer court in you that go start it's like it's punching at your body is what it's like it's like it's punching at your body and and then you, when you see it, you get even more upset. And so um, start beginning. Just calm yourself down. When you when you come across triggers, start saying, be, say this before they even before they even come. I'm at peace all the time. I'm at peace all the time. No matter what situation is going on around me, I'm or in my life, I'm at peace all the time. I always have a right answer for every question. And so when you're famous like her, it means always people asking a bunch of questions and whatnot and always people and whatnot and trying to figure out what you believe and what you don't believe in. Because some people will believe Jesus, but then they'll practice other stuff. And so, or they'll practice other stuff and don't even think about Jesus. Um, I think she's a Christian. I don't know. Um, but we'll leave it at that. But we're just talking about the psoriasis. And so she can do this too. Um, but whenever, whenever you are experiencing, when, when, when you wake up in the morning, just say, Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, uh, Jehovah God. Good morning, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for restful sleep, for sweet sleep. Before you go to bed, just declare, I'm going to have sweet sleep. When you wake up, Lord, I thank you for that sweet sleep. I'm going to have a great day today. I am going to have a great day today. I have an answer for every question. I have an answer for every question. I choose to be in peace every day, 
all day. I choose joy and laughter. Even if somebody passes away in your family, like somebody you really love, or maybe a dog passed away, or maybe somebody, a friend of a friend of a friend passed away. Okay. If they went to heaven, rejoice. If they did not go to heaven, pray over them. Pray for that God will have mercy for that person. But you must still have a sound mind. Even if somebody passes away, you must still have a sound mind. Usually people cry because they're going to miss the enjoyment of that person. Or they cry if they're Christian and they know that they weren't saved. They cry because that person went to hell. And so even if you say, for example, somebody went to, somebody went to hell, you start praying that God will have mercy on that person because... Absent from the body is present with the Lord. And the moment that is, is there in judgment, either for righteousness or for sin. And so begin, the moment you find out, begin praying, Lord God, Father, in the name of Jesus, have mercy. And, 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 and if they've done anything good for you, say, God, look, this person blessed me in this way, this way, and this way. However they bless you, Lord God, they were a blessing to me. And so what you're doing is you're starting to laud um, their, their good strings Upon the Lord. Now he already know what good and bad they did. But when you're a sinner, that sin kind of outweighs that sin outweighs um any good thing that you did. Except when the testimony is coming from the righteous, when you help a member of the body of Christ, God will bless you and extend mercy to you. Alright? So you'll begin to get the grace that we have it's like when uh rachel the prostitute helped uh one of god's disciples a group of them uh to get away i think it was maybe it's two of them to get away from uh the uh, people that were pursuing them they said hey if you help us then uh we'll uh, god will spare your life so she was like okay cool and so she told all and she said he said he'll spare the life of everybody in your apartment and so she told all her family to come to her apartment that night and so all of them, all their lives were saved because this prostitute decided to help these guys. Right? And so, um, I ain't calling nobody a prostitute or nothing. I'm just saying she was just an example of a sinner. Because everybody understands prostitution is a sin. See? Okay. All right. all right. And so anyway, whenever you help uh, a member of the body of Christ, God will bless you abundantly. That is accredited to your account. And so if that person dies without Jesus in their life, without accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, because the, the, you are here presently, but the next moment is not guaranteed to you. All right? Tomorrow is not guaranteed. And so um, um, so you want to just pray for those people that die without Christ. Uh, you want to, before they even die, pray that, that they'll get saved. So... Um, and so begin speaking life to your skin, to your whole body, your skin, your eyes, your nose, ears, whole body. Just Lord God, I, I rebuke sickness in my whole body and I speak health to my whole body. Amen. My skin is smooth. It's pretty, pretty, pretty. It, my skin is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's pretty. I'm a sound mind and sound body. I ain't got no corns and no bunions. My nails are excellent. I am healthy. I'm strong. My finances are abundantly blessed. I am rich. My family is rich and wealthy. I am wealthy. And that's resources, family, and whatnot. Offspring, uh, uh, offspring to leave an inheritance for. Amen. And so you begin to speak life. Um, to yourself and to your family and to your offspring. All right. And so if you can't remember all that, just say, look, I am healthy and whole. I am of sound mind and sound body. I got an answer for every question. I'm choosing peace. I'm choosing peace. 
I'm staying in peace. I got an answer for every question. All right? Remember that. I got an answer for every question. Don't let that stuff come up on your skin like that. Be like punching at you. <laughs> you my name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And uh oh, I see my stuff in the background. And um don't forget to uh, become a sponsor of LUTG Radio. It'll bless you. Amen. Sponsoring the LUTG Radio will bless you. You'll be happy with it. You'll be happy you became a sponsor. Uh you can do all that on LUTGRadio.com. And uh, on the uh, you can buy some you can buy material or buy t-shirts and whatnot on lutgradio.com forward slash shop. All right, so we got that out the way. Alrighty then. Amen. Amen. Mm. All right. So today is Freedom Friday, and on Freedom Friday we talk about everything. I mean, we talk about everything Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday. Anyway. On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, <laughs> but today is something particular because this is not my wheelhouse. This is just something I was hearing. Uh, uh, and so this is just something I was hearing. And so I don't, I don't, this ain't my wheelhouse. What is my wheelhouse is management and people. So with that being said, uh, hmm. All right. So what I want to say, I'm, I was reading something. With that being said, if you are a drug dealer out there, or you a pimp or a prostitute, because they exist, those those job categories still exist. If you are committing criminal acts out there, one, I would. Oh God, I, I okay. If you are commit, I was going to say I would ask you not to do that, but that ain't what I was asked to say. So this is what I was asked to say. I believe it. I think somebody's praying for you because this is this is not my wheelhouse. All right. Um, so if you out there committing criminal acts, in particular drugs and whatnot, and let's say somebody steals something from you. um, You know, you remember those old movies? Anyway. If somebody steals something from you, don't take their life. Just make them pay you back. Because remember, you got to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. All right. Why do we bring this up? Because you have like, okay, so you have like a bunch of rap songs that promote that stuff. You have movies that promote that stuff. Yo, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to get you back. Pop, 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 pop. And the movies and the songs are only... um putting out there what's in the neighborhoods i grew up well i told you this before i grew up in a neighborhood where they were training up eight-year-olds and 12-year-olds to act like grown men with guns to take life i mean the kid came at the came to the window shaking like this and then the you could tell he didn't want to do it and it's so funny is the pastor told me i don't want you sitting in the front seat God told him what was going to happen. So this was going to happen whether I took the bus or not. Whether I took the bus or got a ride, this was going to happen. And so God said, okay, no, God's, God told him, take her home. And so he took me home. And then uh, I was like, yo, why don't you pull up around the back? He goes, no, we're going to pull up on the front. And so the man of God pulled up on the front. He And uh, he kept his window raised. 
And then he told the person that was sitting in the seat that I was, because I was dating a guy at the time, but when he told me to sit in the back seat, I was like, oh, sit in the back seat. I'm like, but I'm like, yo, you and I, he like, just trust me. So I was like, okay, I trust you. So I sat in the back seat, and a little boy came to the window, and one of my friends, my friend that was sitting up front, she was like, oh, he's so cute, this little boy at the window. And so um, uh, she rolled down the window, and she says, may I help you? So she looks, she was a Spanish woman. She goes, may I help you? And he's like, and uh, so um, he, the boy had the gun. The boy had the gun, but when he realized that it wasn't me, he lowered the gun. And he looked across the street, and then the man of God rolled down the window, and he looked across the street at the dudes that was across the street. And uh, it just so happened when he did that, I looked over, and I saw, and I knew exactly who it was. And I knew who had given the order, but I didn't know why he had gave the order. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I don't sell drugs. I've, I've never sold drugs. I've never even used drugs. If it wasn't if it wasn't like Tylenol, which I don't even use, if it wasn't aspirin or something like that, or something expressly given to me by my doctor, which I hate to take medicine. The doctors have to... I don't like taking medicine. I really don't. And so um, I have to have a prescription to take it. I mean, I... I I used to get take ibuprofen back in the day in my teens, you know, because those cramps would be crazy. And um, so anyway, uh, the man, the man and the pastor had like a little word with one another, and then that was never no more. And so, uh, and so the little boy walked away because he was supposed to earn his bones that night by taking me. Uh, but what would have happened is he'd have went to hell, him and his whole family. So, um, you like, Kathy, how you know him and his whole family would have went to hell? Because either if my life would have been taken, I'm valuable. I'm very valuable. I'm valuable to God. Every member of the body of Christ is very valuable to God. And it's like, for example, for somebody taking the life of another person, to God that says, you don't trust me to provide for you. So you think that you got to steal, kill, and destroy somebody else so that you can get ahead. And God is like, that ain't how I work. I can provide for you without you doing all that. But because you did this, meaning you had no faith, he will do to you what he did to those 10 tribes. He told all... <laughs> he opened up the ground because they were so unfaithful. He opened up the ground... And the 10 out of the 12, because two came back with a good report and the other ones didn't. And all the ones, all the ones that came back with a bad report, them and their families, ground opened up, swallowed all of them. He took the whole family, even the babies, all of them. I was like, <gasps> when I read that, I was like, dude, God, I mean, like, what about the babies? Unfaithful. That was it, the seed, the, the the fruit of the same tree. There was another example in the book of Numbers. I think it was chapter fifteen. I think, and it talks about um, the the uh, the the how God had led uh, the Israel, uh, had led Israel out of Egypt, out of captivity, right? 
and they were moaning and groaning. They was only supposed to be there for a couple of weeks, going from one place to the next. It took them 40 years. They were moaning and groaning. And they got the same things like, well, our children are going to bear this burden. Nah, 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 nah. And you know how people complain and complain. Man, this is terrible. We ain't even got this. We ain't got that. La, 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 la. It was probably better back over there being a slave. And God was like, just because you could not shut your mouth because you could not see that I provided for you all this time. You have not wanted for nothing. You, you Your clothes have not gotten smaller. You got plenty to eat. You got, you got plenty. You are not suffering. What, what work have you done and yet you have everything? You ain't done no work, none whatsoever. How is it that you got resources? You ain't done no work, but you got resources. You got resources. You ain't done no work. You got milk, you got food, you got water. Where did it come from? All of it, all of it came from God. And they kept complaining, kept complaining. He says, I will give to you exactly what you just said. I will give to you exactly what you said. So this is why you got to be careful of the things that you say about you and about God, especially about God. Because when you say God has punished you, he going to say, as you said, so let it be. This is why when you talk about God and you, you always say, thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me. You have blessed me this, 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 and this. And if you want something, say, God, I thank you for all that. And I would like to have, or God, I want. It is better to tell God, I want this thing, or I want that thing, than to complain about what he's done for you. Because then you're saying, what this this chicken club sandwich? The bacon ain't crispy enough. I'ma throw the whole thing away. Man, God, you could have made the bacon a little bit more crispy. You're like, what little? I can't believe you did that, you little. <laughs> and now, if you if you from Chicago and you did that to somebody that gave you a a nice crispy chicken club sandwich, say from Chick Fil A or from Wendy's or. Wherever you get your, you know, you go to a restaurant, go to an Italian place, and you throw back their they food, they, everybody else munching down on it. You be like, ah, this ain't no good. They be like, er? What'd you just do? Oh, that's rude. Get out! <laughs> you are not welcome him here anymore. You are not welcome here anymore. Get out. <laughs> get out, get out, get out. Pay your bill. Get out. <laughs> anyway, and so what am I saying to you? If you're in a situation where somebody is stealing from you, don't take their life. Just make them pay you back. Um, I'm a creative person. I can come up with a, about 10 different ways you can get people to pay you back that are stolen from you if that's your kind of lifestyle. If that's your kind of lifestyle. I get creative with it. I have to be careful not to get angry creative. But you can get creative with it. I've seen. Okay. I'll tell you some examples of what I've seen people do. And these are these were some smart guys. And so like for example. There was this one person. Back in the day. It was a long time ago. Um, I'm going to just go with some innocent stuff. Some innocent kids. When I say innocent. I mean like little kids. They stole something from the candy store. So the candy lady caught them, right? But they had already put the candy in their mouth. And so she like, I can't sell that. You already put it in your mouth. And so she said, okay, since you stealing from me, you got to. And so what she did was she went and told their mama. 
Mom and daddy's like, why are you stealing? And the mom and daddy's like, well, I'll pay for it. She goes, oh, no. And the daddy like, I agree. Oh, no. You going to work to pay that back. And so every day they would go. They would have, Every day after school, they would be in the front of her house, cleaning her house. I mean, it was immaculate. Cleaning her house from top, cleaning that the whole outside yard from top to bottom, taking out the trash. And she had them cleaning the neighbors. Because when you, when you, somebody, if you say you only stole 10 cents worth of candy, right? But they got you working like you stole a thousand dollars. What's the likelihood that you gonna go and steal ten cents worth of candy again? You ain't gonna go steal it, cause you like, man, I had to work for a month cleaning a whole block. I mean, it was supposed to just be her house, but she went and asked who else needed some help, and then I ended up having to clean the whole block. And so these kids are just like, I ain't stealing that no more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that I, w- I would be saying that if I had a stole something and I had gotten that punishment, I'd be like, I ain't stealing no more. I am not stealing no more. It ain't worth it. You did a thousand dollars work for 10 cent candy. That's a million dollar vig. I mean, that's a million percent vig. On t- <laughs> Was it 10,000? It's like, it seemed like a million. It seemed like a million dollar, a million percent on 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 the work. You mean I, I just? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Like so, you think that that's gonna keep somebody from stealing? If you make the punishment severe enough, but save their life, and to the point you don't you you make it such that you don't they don't um they don't lose. They don't lose respect, but they won't retaliate. They'll see that you you do it to a point that they'll see the errors of their ways and not try and come back at you. You know what I'm saying? So, for example, this one guy, um, I told you this story before. We was out and about, and this one guy wanted to teach him a lesson, teach his dude a lesson, but he did he did it the way only way he knew how. He did it how he saw it being done. And so he peed on a guy in public. He beat him down and he made sure he cut him. You know, you make sure you bleed. And so your skin, if your skin is broken when somebody pee on you because urine is insidious, it burns. And so not only was it burning, but it was embarrassing to have somebody whip out their penis in public and start peeing on you. And so he brought, he not only shamed him for stealing, beating him up probably would have been enough. But he wanted to shame him. And so he peed on him. And then a week later, dude that dude that was, you know, trying to exact justice got killed. And so that's why I say you don't want to you don't want to bring like shame on him because being a thief is shame enough. Getting caught is a lot of shame. And you and so you wanna make what you wanna do is punish them to the point where they don't do it again, but don't take their light. You see what I'm saying? Don't take their life and don't bring them to the point where they feel like they their emotions are getting so high that they got to come back and try and take your life. Because dude could have taken his life because he had a gun. He had a gun. He took the gun out and he pointed at his head and he was going to shoot. And he's like, you know what? No, I ain't going to kill you. And he whipped out his other gun, his penis, and peed on him. And so I'm not telling you that peeing on people is the right thing to do. I'm telling you that's the wrong thing to do. 
taking a life is a wrong thing to do. I'm telling you, there's ways of getting thing, getting justice without taking a life. You don't need to exact capital punishment in the streets uh, to make your rep to keep your reputation intact or to keep people, make people respect you. You ain't got to take a life. You don't. There's many different ways. You see what I'm saying? And so the streets has, has counsel. Y'all don't believe that though, but they do. The street has counsel and the council was, will try and come up with a solution that is good. Right. And so I'm just telling you this, as you're going about trying to exact justice because this is black Friday and some of y'all going to be out there stealing. Some of y'all even work at the places well, y'all going to be stealing from, which honestly is not smart, but y'all do it anyway. And so anyway, whatever you were doing, if you are working at a grocery store or at a Best Buy or Home Depot or uh, any number of these department stores or whatever, don't steal. I'm telling you now, you being watched, do not steal a thing, not one cent. They are watching you and they are waiting. I used to work in retail, so I'm going to tell you some of the things that they do. They will let you steal. When when the security see you stealing, they'll let you steal. And you're like, wait, why don't they, why why would they let me steal? Because they want to know who else is working with you. They begin an investigation. The moment you steal a piece of gum, they begin an investigation to see who else is with you. They want to find the ring. If the ring is in the store, if there's a ring outside of the store and adjacent how many stores are involved how many employees are involved they trying to figure out and then where are you fencing the stuff meaning who you taking it to so they can offload it to somebody else this is a huge thing you think your operation is cool and slick you ain't seen slick till you seen some of these security guards because some of them are cops current ex-cops retired cops military cia fbi if you don't think the fbi works at walmart you're crazy because they do. They do. Why? Because retail is a huge business for theft. Theft and prostitution. Y'all didn't know. Yes, and some of y'all forgot that, that prostitution is at the retail stores. Yeah, it is. Prostitution and theft. And they will send the prostitute the holes in to steal stuff. And while they stealing stuff, they, they also pick up Johns at the same time. Child. All you got to do is open your eyes and see, and you will see what's going on. But for you people that got hired at these stores, that is a huge deal to get hired at these stores. Don't steal. Don't steal. Don't poop where you eat. I cannot say that enough. Do not poop where you eat. All right? Would you poop in a plate next to your chicken and then eat your chicken? You would not. You will not eat chicken where you just pooped. So if you ain't going to eat the poop, poopy chicken on a plate, don't be stealing from the place where you get your paycheck. Matter of fact, I say don't steal at all because they watching you and they waiting and they will wait a year, two years, three years. They will wait till you go straight to come and arrest you. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Why would they wait? Because they wanted to get everybody. They wanted to get the whole crew, all of them. And if they have to wait five, ten years down the line, they'll do it. Why? Because they patient. 
So don't start stealing at all because they don't care. Oh, you got, you became straight. You became a lawyer now. Oh, but you stole a million dollars worth of stuff. We don't care that you became a lawyer. We don't care that you became a doctor. This is what you did before. It's a felony. So not only will you lose your license, but you're going to jail. They don't care. They don't care. Why? Because the very thing that you stole got mailed. You're like, well, what does that have to do with it? Mail fraud. You start getting into felonies depending on the, the dollar amount that you're stealing, what you're stealing, and what happens in that transaction of that stealing. When you take that item from the store and you take it someplace else, that's a transportation charge. You see what I'm saying? Stop stealing. Stop stealing. Stop stealing. Stop stealing. They're watching you. Stop stealing. Stop taking lives. They're watching you. Stop. 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 Can I say that again? Stop. Give your life to God because you are being watched and they can't wait to put the clinks on you. They didn't even, they don't, the police don't even care that I'm telling you this. Why don't they care? Because they know some of y'all ain't going to listen. It ain't going to stop them from doing their investigation. Some of you that will listen, they happy. Okay, cool. That's one person they don't have to arrest. But some of you are so ignorant, you going to keep going anyway. Oh, ain't nobody watching me. Ain't nobody watching. Who are you watching? Who are you watching? Uh-huh. Who are you watching? Okay. And they, know, and they say the same thing. Oh, ain't nobody watching me. But you watching them, ain't you? And you watching them on the slide. Then who watching you on the slide? Stop stealing. It's going to cost you your life. You will either get in jail or you will get dead. Either way, because when the bullet starts flying, the police are on the side of the police because they don't know who you are. They don't know that you suddenly became a kind person. They don't know that. They can't see that. They only know what you've done. Stop stealing. Stop stealing. Stop taking lives. Taking a life is not worth somebody stealing a couple dollars from you. Why? Because you get a murder charge. That spirit of murder will follow you till you either die or you go to jail. Don't put a spirit of murder in your wheelhouse. Don't put, don't put it there. Don't put it there. Because the next thing you try and do is you try and blame that murder. It's a gnat in here. You try and blame that murder on somebody else. And now you got a whole nother congregation of spiritual activity to deal with because they're like, well, hold on. I didn't do that. And then you got a whole bunch of people up in your business. When all you had to do the first place was, hold on, wait a second. I have an answer for every question. And what's the question? What do I do about somebody stealing from me? That's your question. If you're on the street and you're trying to figure out what can you do about somebody stealing from you, what would you like being done to you if you were dumb enough to steal from somebody? Not what would happen. What would you like to happen? What is it that you can handle? What is it you can handle and still live? And whatever it is that you can handle and still live, add a tenth or maybe 10% to that, and that'll probably be the punishment. You see what I'm saying? But you got to tell people, don't steal. Just warn them at the beginning. If you're going to work with me, I'm working, I'm selling wigs out of a store. I don't want you stealing these wigs. If you want something, ask me for it. That's all you got to do. I'm using regular retail as an example. But I, I'm not in the street. Like I, I was telling God, I I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't sell drugs. I don't use drugs. I don't know nothing about that life. I don't, other than TV 
And what I seen growing up, I, I wasn't in that life. I was on the outside trying not to look in. But when it came in my face, you know what I'm saying? It's right there. And so what did I do? Okay, I'm going this way. That's what I did. Okay, y'all going to stand there right in front of me and just do drugs right in front of me. Okay, well, I'm going over here. I'm going to school. I'm going to work. I'm getting out of here. That's what I did. I left. They wanted to go do this. I left. They wanted, I went to school. You see what I'm saying? So I saw people snorting cocaine off their hand right in front of me, right in front of my house. I saw people with guns at their head right in front of my house. I mean, you can just open the door and take one step and there it is. It was all right there. But what do you say? I ain't see nothing. Why? Because I'm going, I'm, I'm getting out of here. This, this ain't me. He didn't pull the trigger in front of me. I'm not a witness. I'm out of here. You weren't supposed to be stealing from them anyway. People already told you that. I'm out of here. If you ain't willing to save your own life, I'm not willing to put my life in between you and that gun. I'm not doing it. You got to be willing to save your own life. Stop stealing. Stop stealing. Some of y'all, some, it's, this is for somebody out there. Stop stealing. Stop stealing. Stop stealing. Because they're trying to figure out what punishment is good for you. And they keep coming up with shorter answers. You don't want the short answer. You don't want the short answer. Trust me, you don't. Alright? Stop stealing. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to, now is the time. I spent all my time trying to tell y'all stop stealing. Today is Friday. It's the weekend. And we're going to get you saved. Before you leave up out of here, before we leave up out of here, salvation belongs to the whole world. Salvation is available to the entire world. Amen. That means that you have a right to be saved. And I'm giving, I'm exercising that right for you right now. Uh, in John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, repeat this prayer after prayer confession after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. Is commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus.
with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP, digital broadcasting. All right. Woo. Congratulations. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, like now that I am saved, what? Just take it in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, take authority over your life, uh, over over your body, and speak to any sickness in your body and command it to go. Say, I could pain, hurt. Whether it's emotional or physical, I command this pain and this sickness, if it got a name, call it. I command you to go now. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Body, I command you to be healed, to receive your healing now. Amen. Glory to God. And the same thing goes for your money. So if it's your body, say, I I rebuke this sickness and I command... I command you to be healed. I command healing to come into my body right now. I command my body to, um, to heal itself right now, to be made whole. And so, either one of those were. You know, Kathy, just pray for them. Oh, okay. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying not to get too specific because I'm not hearing any, any particular body part. It's kind of like, like me. Um, so, you would say, you would just... Um, this is what we normally do. Hold your hands up. You don't have to hold your hands up. Um, or if you if it's your stomach, lay your hands on your stomach or whatnot. But you can just hold your hands up and say, In the name of Jesus, I rebuke sickness and pain in my body. And I receive healing to my whole body. And you may feel like, you may feel some tingling or um, some Part, the part of your body you may even feel it like lining up with the word of God or just getting better amen and then for your finances you do the same thing uh, I rebuke lack in my accounts and I speak and be specific with those accounts like you know I want to be rich I want to be a multi-millionaire or I want to be a thousandaire or I want ten thousand dollars or I need a thousand dollars for rent or whatever whatever you want Call it, call your accounts blessed, and they they receive deposits, amen, and uh, <laughs> and it increases. So speak life, because it's not just the deposit that that the that the problem is. It's um what is cutting off the the flow of the money, and it's using some some spirit, somebody that put something on you, or you don't spoke something against yourself. And so you first, I want you to just go ahead and denounce every foul word that you've spoken against yourself and against your finances. Some people say, I robbed Peter to pay Paul. Stop saying that. You don't you don't rob Peter to pay Paul. No, you don't. I just say, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every curse that I spoke over myself and over my money and over my family. I am blessed of God. The Lord maketh me rich. Amen. I'm made to, I am made to prosper. Everything I touched prospers turns to gold. Amen. Uh, take your found, uh, 10-week foundations course. It's free. Uh, read your Bible every day. Start off the book of John. Start off with the book of John and pray uh, that God will give you a church uh, that teaches the Holy Bible in spirit and in truth. All this is on the uh, Bible resource page, on uh, on the resource page uh, for the church directory. 
and just continue speaking life uh, about you. Amen. Don't speak ne- negative about yourself. Only positive. All right. All right. And again, like I said, I'm not a drug dealer. Never have been. Never want to be. Never use drugs. Thank God. No track marks. Um. <laughs> no track marks. Um. Another reason. Um. Well, in addition to I don't I don't like not being aware. So that's one of the reasons for me. Um. I don't like being tuned out. So that's, that was for me why drugs just could not be for me and alcohol because I've seen people laying out in the streets. I've seen people tuned out and that just wasn't for me. One of my friends just says she was so beautiful and, um, she had came from Iowa and, um, she had gotten in with the wrong crowd. Her cousins had introduced her to drugs and whatnot. And then somebody introduced her to needles and she started shooting up in her fingers and she lost its elasticity and lost her fingers. She, I mean, she lost, she lost the top portion. So it's like, imagine somebody cut that off and she has a, she has a palm of her hand and she has this, these little digits here. Um, and she might even lose her hand. Um, I, the last time I saw, I prayed for I didn't think to pray for her fingers to grow back, but she was, she was like, well, I'm still struggling. So I was like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's deal with the, the thing that's causing you. And so, you know, I told my pastor and we, we was praying for, her. I don't know what happened to her after that. I think, no, I, I did see her after that. And she had said that she had gotten clean, but people get clean all the time and they don't stay. So, um, but I'm believing that she stayed clean and I'm believing for God to restore her completely. Beautiful. Just absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. And, um, but she was ashamed of using drugs. So she would put it in her fingers so nobody could see. Cause she would stick it. She would shoot up in between her fingers so nobody could see it because I mean, who really looks in between fingers? Nobody. Uh, another lady, I think she might be dead though. Um, she lost her hands. She lost her hands, both arms up to, up to her forearm. So she complete, completely gone from shooting up drugs. And the funny thing is, when I saw her, she was asking me for money so she can go buy some drugs. She even said, you got any drugs? I'm like, do I look like I got any drugs? I'm like, no. She's like, can I get some money? No. You you going to use my money for drugs? No. I ain't had no cash on me anyway. And my debit card. But I wasn't going to go get no money so she could go, go kill the rest of herself. Um... Anyway, uh, I just, if you are suffering with an addiction, the same prayer that you, you, you pray to deliver your, to heal your body, you can also deliver, be delivered from any affliction, any addiction that is out there. Cause it's all spiritual. It's all spiritual. The same addiction that people suffer with, like food addictions, they want to eat, 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 eat until they burst and keep on eating or they just like they gotta have chocolate every day they, they crave chocolate they must have chocolate they cannot do without chocolate and it's making them sick but they keep eating it it's the same addiction it's just the, the enemy throws stuff at you to see what sticks and so um, here's a clue that you know the drugs are not for you you are ashamed of doing it and you're ashamed of yourself that tells you right there you can get free you know that it's bad for you 
it tells you right there you can get free. You want to get free. That's a that's a micro, that's a mustard seed of wanting to be free. So if you out there and you are selling drugs, find you a new career because it's about to end. Find a, go go get legal somewhere. Go get legit. Because if you're smart enough to sell it, then you're smart enough to go do something else. Why am I saying this? Because trouble's coming. The kind of trouble you don't want to deal with. Trouble's coming. So that's not a prophecy. That's just a guarantee. You already know. You know that life. So find something else to do. I mean, you... you. I don't know, y'all. I don't, I'm not seeing any particular person. But I know drug dealers, in one day, you can make some pretty good change. And so just walk away while you can. You're like, well, you don't really walk away from this business. Find something else to do. Go legit. I've seen plenty of people who gave their testimony. And I'm only speaking about Chicago, all right? Who gave their testimony about going legit. And they legit, they're businessmen. Straight, legit businessmen. Can't nobody, they ain't got to run from no police. They ain't got to run from nobody. They straight, legit, legit. They got their own real estate business. They got their insurance business. They got, you know, car dealerships. And they only up and up. You see what I'm saying? Because they wanted to live and they want their kids to live. And they want to be able to see their kids and their grandkids grow up. They wanted to live. They want, they want to be able to hug their wife. You know that it is difficult for somebody that's in that street life to have a personal relationship. Because the first person that gets attacked is your the one you love because they know that'll hurt you more. That'll hurt you more than taking your own arm. That'll hurt you more than taking your life if they hurt your loved one. So go legit. I can't stress that enough. All right. Anybody that want to be a sponsor of LUTG Radio, you're welcome to do so at any amount. You can go to LUTGradio.com, click on the sponsor link. Not to bring you down today. Today is Friday. I want you up and happy. You're going to like the show. You're going to be happy with the show all the time. And it's just that sometimes I have to say stuff that I don't even, ain't even my wheelhouse. But I got to tell you, you know, I got to be, I got to be your auntie today and tell you, don't do that. You know, I got to be, I got to be your surrogate family member to tell you that'll tell you the truth don't do that hey let's find something legit you smart enough you can make good money good money like you can make like that that who's the richest person in the world you can make that bezos money you know what i'm saying bezos times a hundred you can make that chinese money don't china own like a bunch of debt all over the world for people I mean, like, get that legit. They got condos of people ain't even in that place. Um, just anyway, anyway, um, pray for them too, because some of them are in the same lifestyle that you're trying to get out of. But I'm just saying, you can get legit. Um, some of them are, some of them aren't. Um, so what am I saying? Because I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to throw out what I just said. Trust Jesus. Ask Jesus to lead you in the way to go. Ask God. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, lead me in a way to go. I want to go straight. I want to get out of this illegal business and I want to get into something legit. What should I do? What's my talent? What what can I do? I mean, what you know, what talent did you provide for me? What what career did you provide provide for me, Lord? Amen. It may be management. It may be retail, maybe finances. I don't know. 
but God does. Ask him. Trust him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that your sheep know your voice and another they will not follow. I thank you, Lord God, for keeping us in perfect peace. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Don't forget, um, become a sponsor of LUTG Radio. It will make you happy. You will be happy when you become a sponsor of LUTG Radio. Tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. That'll make you happy too. Amen. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Be happy with being legit. Amen. Be smart. Be wise. Be kind. Be safe. Live. So you can come listen to the LUTG Radio show Monday. All right, y'all. Check the show out all weekend long. And know that Jesus loves you, and so do I. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcast.